0: series about love. Wednesday was Valentine's Day. I was able to spend it with Kim and uh, my two little girls. I'm raising little children again, a 9-year-old and a 7-year-old. So I had the bright genius idea of let's go to Bush Gardens. <laughs> Dumb idea. <laughs> Cuz I'm still a kid up here. But from about here down, I'm not a kid anymore. So I rode the roller coaster, the cheetah. Then I rode this next one, Cobra's Curse. You get on this thing, you go up. I've never seen anything like it. You're up there at the top, you're coming down. You're in a car car with four seats and, and it starts to twirl as you're coming down the track. You haven't seen anything like that? I'm twirling. It was bad enough to be going straight. Don't twirl me! Oh, but I did it. And I'm strong. And I'm brave. And I'm tough. And I know how to put on a big face. How'd you like it, Dad? I'm like, it was great. <laughs> so there was no line. And the girls say, let's ride it again. And being the man that I am, I said, Absolutely. I was like 30, 40 seconds into the ride, shot the rest of the day, totally sick, and we were just getting started. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. My gosh, pray for me, I'm about to die half the time. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go to the message. Love, love, love. Talked about of the book of Malachi last week. It's the last book in the Old Testament, the book of Malachi. There's 39 books in the Old Testament, 27 in the New Testament. Between Malachi, the last one in the Old and the first one in the New, Matthew, is 400 years of silence. God's not speaking, seemingly. And so I wanted to come up with a thoughts about love. And I'm here to tell you something right now. You can hear love or you can silence it. You can hear love or you can silence it. The last book in the Old Testament is the book of Malachi. It was all about God saying, I love you. But they would not hear it. Are you all listening or not? That was last week's message. Verse 1, I've loved you, says the Lord. I've loved you. Push me, buddy. I love you, God says. I love you. I've always loved you. And this was to the people of Israel, but it's to us, guys. We silence love. Here's God loves you. He screams it at us. Gave his son on the cross. Come on. But instead of hearing God express his love for them, we're like them so often. We blame God. Why'd you let this happen? How could you love me and let mama get shot? My mother was shot six times, a .357 Magnum. How could you, God, let that happen? So many people, when bad things happen, blame God. I guarantee it. God got a lot of blame in the state of Florida, around our country, for what happened on the other coast. God got a lot of blame. Instead of the evil person, full of the devil that would do such a thing, it's so much easier to blame God. Y'all hear me or not? All Satan has on us is for us to blame God. If you would love God, praise God, pray to God, seek God, instead of blame God, I guarantee you're going to have a much better life. You hear me, yes or no? And you're going to be a lot better to be around, too, I'll tell you that right now. Cannot stand to spend much time with people that blame folks. Y'all hear me or not? Say I don't know how you are. I don't like it. Let's get together so I can listen to you blame mama or daddy or somebody else. I'd rather be by myself than be like that. You hear me or not? Say. So let's talk about it. So the people of the children of Israel, they wouldn't hear that God loves them. So they silenced it by questioning his love for them. That was last week's message. They said in verse 2, wherein have you loved us? I tell you what, as Americans one day standing before the Lord, we're going to give an account above everybody else, I believe. Living in this great country and whining like we do. You hear me, yes or no? Good grief. Are you blessed or not? Yes or no? Can we thank the Lord again, Lord, that we live in America? Come on. The whining that goes on on the news, half the time, I wonder what country they live in. They sure ain't living in Englewood. Come on. So here's the question. Do you hear God's love or do you question it? Can you hear God's love? I'm going to tell you, you're going to hear God's love or you're going to silence it. And that's the same with relationships. Husband, wife. You're going to hear love in that marriage. If one's trying to love and love and love and you're just not listening to it, you won't hear it, you're going to kill that marriage. I'm going to tell you that right now. That marriage will die. Whether you get a divorce or not, that sucker's going to die. I'm just telling you. And, And we're like that because we're made in the image of God. And God wants to have a relationship with us. And that's where I'm going with message number two in this series. A brief series. Pop it up. Say that title with me. No quit in love. There's no quit in love. Okay? No quit in love. And see, in a relationship with a husband and wife, if you quit, that marriage is going to fail. With your children, if you don't love your children, and your kids don't know you love them, or kids, you don't love mom, and you don't don't speak to dad or mom. I'm going to tell you right now, you've got a dead relationship. You hear me say? It's dead. But here's the one we pull it on all the time. Now, see, if you don't love your wife and you don't love your husband and you out and about and we get to know you, we're going to see it. We're going to see it. Or if you don't love your children and you treat them like dirt, we're going to see it. But the one you can pull the wall over is your relationship with God. You can act like you've got a relationship with God and we might not know it. But I'm going to tell you who knows it. He knows it. You hear me? A lot of people think, I don't need to go to church. I can go by the beach. We know that's true. You can go anywhere and worship God. I believe that. But it's God who's the one that made the church. It's disrespectful to Him. Yes or no? Say, somebody gives you a car, a brand new car, so your tail won't have to walk to work. But you go, you take the car, but you don't use it. You keep walking. You know what that is? That's disrespectful. Do y'all hear me or not? Say, don't take it if you don't need it. God established a church. He established a relationship thing where we're supposed to get together. We're supposed to worship the Lord. You hear me or not? We're supposed to let our light so shut. That's how he's going to save the planet is using folk like us. Yes or no? Y'all with me or not? I'm about to pop a cork here. Let's keep going. So, but we can think we can pull the wool with God that I've got a relationship with him. When I'm going to tell you, a lot of us are deaf. D-E-A-F. We've silenced love in our life. We might go through the motions. We think throwing a buck in the offering plate is going to get the job done. And we're showing that we love God. Or we're going to attend one service a year at church. I'm not trying to get on to you. I'm just trying to say, if you only did that with your wife or your husband, there'd be a bad relationship right there. Yes or no? me, You got it? Amen? So let's look at it real quick from the book of Malachi. What's this message about? Confronting neglect, laziness, and selfishness in our relationship with God. That's what he's talking about in the book of Malachi. And after they just snuffed at it and put it back in his face, he was silent for 400 years. And I think there's a lesson for all of us to learn. So back to Malachi real quick. Point number one. A son honors his father, a servant his master. God speaking. If then I be your father... Where's my honor, God says. If I be a master, where's my fear, says the Lord. Oh, priest. He's talking to the priests, the preachers that despise my name. And you say, wherein have we despised your name? God says, well, I'm glad you asked. You offered polluted bread upon the altar. You're you, you offering this stale old bread to me. Where have we polluted thee? And if you say the table of the Lord is contemptible, you're not even wanting to do what you're doing. You're just going through the motions, God says. If you offer the blind for sacrifice, is that not evil? If you offer the lame and sick, is that not evil? Listen, what they were doing, instead of offering good sacrifices, they were taking the sick lambs, sick animals, sick mess, and saying, here, God, is that a good relationship or not? Say. Try that, husband. Give your wife old old beat-up, all-dead flowers. Give them a box of chocolate that you done stuck your finger and have one of them and got the good ones out. I love you. She'll pop you right in the head. But we do that with God. You hear me or not? That's what they were doing. God says, try to do that with the governor. Have the governor over and you give him the crap you're serving me. Will he be pleased or accept your person, says the Lord. This ain't me talking. That's the Bible. Y'all see that or what? So number one, the first thing, guys, we really, 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 really need to see and work on in our relationship with God. If we don't, we're going to silence. We're not going to make God not love us. God's always going to love you because he's God and he's faithful. You and me, the one with the problem. So number one, you've got to confront neglect plain English, you know what, neglect this, say it with me, I don't care, I don't care enough to read my Bible, I don't care enough to go to church, I don't care enough to give, I don't care enough to witness out there, I don't care enough to let my light shine, I don't care enough to let his word get in me and change my nasty stinking behavior, I just don't care, but I love you God, we're all good, right, God goes, I don't know who you're talking to, I don't know you. Is that what the Bible says? It's exactly what the Bible says. We're going to say in that day, Lord, Lord, he's going to go, I never knew you. I loved you, but we didn't get to know each other. We don't have a relationship because you were neglectful. The word neglect is lack of respect and honor. It's a form of despising, and that's an interesting thing right there. That's what God says to the priest. You despise me. And, guys, you can say what you want in your marriage. And it's a little bit two way message here going on. But listen if you neglect your wife or you neglect your husband, here's the way it's received you despise me. You understand that or not? You're in a relationship, you don't talk to one another. When you do, it's ugly, it's not respectful oh, but here's your Valentine's Day card, I love you. No, you don't. You should have just put, I despise you because that's the way you treat me. That's tough preaching on a Valentine's Day after weekend, ain't it? It's the truth. It's the Bible. Can you imagine God's hearing our prayers when we're hurting? And he looks down at us, though, and he goes, you know what, they're, they're calling out to me right now because they're in trouble. But really, inside their heart, they despise me. Did y'all hear me or not? Have you seen how politicians get so spiritual all of a sudden when something bad happens? They'll lie, cheat, do whatever. But you let a tragedy happen. Oh, Jesus. Jesus says, I want a relationship with you. I don't want to be your quick fix. Amen or oh me? This is tough talk. God said it's a pollution your neglect—it's contemptible. These are his words. Neglect—it's a defiance based on someone feeling that they're superior. When we neglect God, listen to me. When we neglect God, what we're saying is, "I don't need you because I am superior to you." You might say, "Well, I didn't mean it that way, Pastor." Hey, I'm not God. I'm just telling you what he said. He says, when you neglect me, when you offer things to me that are pathetic and pitiful, listen, you're acting like you're superior to me, that you're God and I'm not. I'm going to tell you right now, he will kick your fanny when you do that. Do you hear me or not? This is dangerous stuff here. God says, try that on the governor or the judge. You go in there to the governor and you just, you know, you go in there and you, you, you talk to the, to the judge at the courthouse. and you're like, you a dirty dog. I don't want to stand before you. You a jerk. You whatever. I don't respect you. I despise you. And see if you don't get yourself in prison. But see, with God, he's, we don't see him. So we can, we can treat him like that. God says you're not going to get by with it. He won't be pleased. He won't accept you. And he'll hold you in contempt of court. That's what will happen. We need to keep that in mind as we're looking here. Who is there even among you that would shut the doors for naught? Neither do you kindle fire on my altar for naught. I have no pleasure in you, God says. This is God speaking to the priest. This is God speaking to the religious people. I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts. Neither will I accept an offering from your hand. That's why at Fellowship Church, if you can't give cheerfully, keep it. Because God's not going to receive the offering from your hand. If you're doing it to make yourself religious, to make yourself superior, to get notoriety... Did I lose you on that or not? Neglect is disrespect. Say that with me. Neglect is disrespect. In your marriage, say it one more time. Neglect is disrespect. To neglect one another in relationship is disrespect. Amen or what? I know it's hard. You're all like, oh my God, he's killing me. I know, I know. But guess who else has to listen to this message? Gary. Don't feel like you're getting picked on. Look at me up here. I'm having to talk it and receive it. Neglect is a pollution to anyone we say we love. Neglect is pollution to anyone. You want to pollute your your marriage? Neglect them. You're just throwing in poison. God says you've neglected me. Neglect silences love. Number two, quickly. Pop it up. From the rising of the sun, God speaking, to the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. That's not the religious, that's the heathen. In every place, incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering for my name shall be great among the heathen, says the Lord of hosts. God's saying, you know the way you treat me? To the religious people of the children of Israel? He says, you know what? I'm going to go on out there to the heathen. They would treat me better than you people do. This is God talking. You profane my name, in that you say the table of the Lord is polluted; the fruit of thereof, thereof. even his meat, is contemptible. You also say, "Behold, what a weariness!" Say that with me. Behold, what a what? A weariness it is. This serving God, living for the Lord, is just wearing me out. Doing right is killing me when everybody else is getting ahead by doing wrong. Amen. Try that in your marriage. Okay, Do the wrong thing in your marriage. Go sleep around. Come back home and try to offer that. Say, you know what? Our marriage is better because I've just been sleeping around. You know what God says? That's how I look at this. I look at it that way. I look at it this way. You profane my relationship with you. God's tough here, man. He said, you know what? I'm going to go out there to the heathen. I'm I'm going to offer my hand and my love out there. And that's what happened to us, guys. Did you know we're all Gentiles pretty much? A few Jews maybe in this room. But most of us are Gentiles. You understand that, don't you? For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten what? Son that whosoever. Amen? 400 years later, sure enough, he went after all of us, didn't he? Amen. Come on. You also say, what a weirdness it is, and you, and, and you snuffed at it, says the Lord of hosts. You brought that which was torn and lame and, and the sick. You brought offering to me like that. Should, should I accept this in your hand, says the Lord? Have you lost your mind? Malachi 3, your words have been stout against me. You act like I don't hear what you say, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken so much against you? I mean, that, works for the, that works in relationship to am down here on this earth. You can say something and maybe your wife might forget it. Or your husband might forget it, and they might not remember it. Anything we do and anything we say, he's pretty good at remembering it. And we're all going to give an account for what we've done. Y'all hear me or not? Yes or no? But I don't need Jesus. I'm good. I'm going to tell you something right now. you go going to wish you had Jesus as your advocate and the one who is pleading your case before Almighty God when all your crap comes rolling in before him. You hear me? Yes or no? Plain English enough? Yes or no? It's a tough message today. Your words have been stout against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken so much against you? you said, it's vain to serve me, God says. What profit is it that we've kept his ordinance, that we've walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts? So, the second thing, neglect was number one. Number two, say that word with me. Ooh, My words, I don't do. Neglect, I don't care. Say laziness. Laziness is what? Did you know you're creating the image of God? Did you know you're supposed to serve the Lord? Did you know that, yes or no? No, Gary, you're supposed to be one serving the Lord. That's true. But so are you. I'm not above you. Some of you are, you got, you're you're so much better at a lot of things than I am. We're to serve the Lord together. Amen, yes or no? I'm not trying to get on that you're not. I'm just preaching the word today That's all I'm doing. What is laziness? It's a lack of serving. It's a lack of sincerity. How can you have a relationship with God? Well, you know, I'll just tell him every once in a while. Well, no, you have a relationship of serving. When people are lazy, they do very little, but they what? Try that in your marriage. Sit down your tail while you tell them, Yeah, go get that for me. And go get it again. And when they ask something, you go, you get it. You get it? What is laziness? According to the Bible, this is a Malachi. This, ain't, this is right there in the Bible. It's a half-hearted, pitiful effort. But I love Jesus. No, you don't. You're lazy. That's what God says. Now, see, I don't know you that well. You can pull the wool over my But not over his eyes. God screams to us his love. And we silence him with insincere and half-hearted service. He's screaming, I love you. Guys, if we could hear how God loves us like we should hear how he loves us, oh my gosh, it would radically change our world. You hearing me or not? I mean, verses like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me would just absolutely empower you to no end. You hear me? I am more than a conqueror. Verses all things work together for good. Instead of that blaming and whining and complaining, listen, when you give God your heart and you give Him your all, He gives you His all. And you start to see it and you can hear it. Now, He's always there for you, but man, you can't silence His love for you. That's the message. If you'll not hear, if you'll not lay it to heart to give glory unto my name, says the Lord of hosts, I'll even send a curse on you. This is God speaking. I'll curse your blessings. I've cursed them already because you don't lay it to your heart. You hear me or not? If you're lazy in your relationship with your wife or with your husband or with your children, expect cursing on your family. And don't blame God. You did it. You did it. You're the lazy one. You're the one that's doing what you're doing. Oh, God, why are you picking on me? Brother, it's just a math. Amen. Come on. Behold, I'll corrupt your seed. Now, this is crazy, right? You think I talk. Some people don't like it when I say crap. Well, guess what? Read the Bible with me. Behold, I will corrupt your seed. God talking. I'll spread what on your face? As bad as I've ever been, I never said I was going to spread crap on your face. God says, what you're giving is lazy, it's neglectful, it's half-hearted, and I see it for what it is, a bunch of crap. And I'm going to put it right back in your face. That is tough, isn't it? Say, wow, whoo. And the thing is, this is a loving God that says, this is a God that says, I love you wanting to do this you're doing this to yourself amen behold period this is rough even the dung of your solemn feast and one shall take you away with it that didn't even sound good right there you all going to the toilet plain english if i wrote the bible that's what it'd say it ain't worth a dime's worth of nothing you can just take all that mess he says and put it in the toilet Laziness silences love. So neglect silences and uh, laziness silences love. The last point quickly. This is a verse that a lot of preachers try to make a lot of money off of in the Bible. Well, a man robbed God. You've robbed me, God says. But you say, when have we robbed you? He says, in tithes and offerings. You're cursed with a curse. For you've robbed me, even this whole nation. The last point is this. What will kill a relationship or silence love? Is that word right there. Say it with me. Selfishness. And what is that? I don't give. If you're selfish in your marriage, it will kill your marriage. If you don't give to each other, it would be nice if it was 50-50. Normally it isn't. I call marriage 100-100. How about both of you give everything you can? And you probably aren't going to be able to give it all. I get that. But if you give 70 and he gives 70, that's 140 divided by 2. You're still passing, baby. Amen? But if one gives 100 or 90 and the other one gives 0, 90 divided by 2 is 45. And we got a failing marriage. Did you get the math? God says, I'm God. Quit acting like you're God. You're going to hell. Quit acting like you're going to heaven. You don't know me as your Savior. Quit acting like it. Quit faking it. Quit, quit playing church. Quit acting like that. Stop that. You're full of yourself. That's tough. Selfishness. Acting or thinking of myself what? God says, I love you. Have faith in me. Believe in me. No, I'm good. What? Putting myself first. Selfishness steals. It does not give. You're stealing from yourself when you're selfish with God. You're stealing from yourself. We're not talking money here, guys. I'm talking about that that spirit of selfishness or humility and giving and kindness. I don't give. Selfishness silences love. And the clock is past time. We've got to quit. Three points. Let's name them right quick. There's no quit in love. What must we confront? Number one, we've got to confront what? Neglect. 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 With God. Number two, laziness. Number three, selfishness. Not the most cheerful message I've ever given, but let's praise the Lord for it anyway. Amen. Come on. Thank you, Lord. That was tough. Woo! Amen.